president. Shout out to my president. Impression this for etiquette. Who sponsored letting pessimists? A market full of melanin. A market full of melanin. Tarnishing, I care. Tarnishing, I care. Label us a terrorist. Label us a terrorist. Confined within a barrier. Some modern day Harriet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, what's your pedigree? So nigga, what's your pedigree? I knock you off that pedestal, decapitate your tendencies, can find that coast in every hood. Find that coast in every hood. So watch your back for enemies. Brash nature, find release through raw papers. They got his mark for Jeff, his beef like an old Laker. His picture jelly bean, his lights out like Billy Jean. Sparking niggas up like six with them nicotine. Suppress our families, the real American dream. We all hustling to survive and lust in the cream. Just good music in my ride while devising a scheme. I map the blueprint, I'm ghost like the black tent. Royal flush, so you know my chips is all in. Build my legacy, now my people know we gon' win. Never waning in the struggle. Double up, we build our hustle Strategize, we solve the puzzle Credence to the man above you What it is, what it do Welcome to the holiday hullabaloo That is Breaks and Lakes Lake Views Bring you the news you may or may not choose But AY refuse cause the fuse is lit And this is it, we are helping you find out What's happening out here in the land of lakes With everything that booms and shakes in hip hop My name is Derek And you know since justice is out of the state for legal reasons, we had to do the next best thing. So welcome the man of the people himself, Mr. Rich Garvey. What's good? <sighs> hey, what's up? How's everybody doing? Hope your Christmas was good. I know y'all can't answer back, but answer back by subscribing to this podcast. I don't know if you can subscribe. You can subscribe. We're on iTunes, man. Oh, yeah, I'm saying. The get the reviews up. Let's get them five stars. You know what I'm saying? Soon we, we ain't gonna be making these frozen fries no more. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have a real fryer. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be lit. You know what I'm saying? Deep fryer? Deep fryer, cuz. We're gonna have a fried daddy. You know what I'm saying? That's what they call it. I've nah, never, but yo. I don't know. Thank you for having me, Derek. No. It's a pleasure. Free justice, y'all. Free justice. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. You know what I'm saying? He, I heard he's locked up up there out in, I don't know, whatever the hell. Colorado. Place. Colorado, you know. You think they still have drug charges out there? And I think he just smoked K2 and he's probably feeling like he's trapped. You know what I'm saying? That's probably what happened. He's K2 on like a whole <laughs> K2, whatever the fuck you call them. Fucking yeah. mountaintops. He's been smoking that K2, man. Yeah. yeah, be careful with that shit. It's what it is. Justice will be served. So, hey, shout out to Justice. And, of course, yo, how's the holiday break, man? Not bad, you know. I just got to connect with my family. You know what I'm saying? On some African shit. You know, um, laughed, watched some African movies, such watched as the Vikings. You know, I don't know. So <coughs> we watched this African movie. <coughs> Forgive me, it's cold out here. Do it, man. <coughs> Fucking Ooh. negatives. <coughs> we watched a movie called uh, What the hell is it? It was about somebody from the village, like a, her, this chick's cousin from the village right. that comes to stay with them. But, like, they're all prostitutes. They all sleep with, like, dudes and get money. That's how they... They live in, like, this lavish lifestyle. Okay. Off of sleeping with rich dudes. So, like, the cousin is, like, uneducated on no shit. And she's, like, the country one. But, like... But then she gets put on a game. Like, oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> it's always the country cousin that does figure that shit out, though. I don't know why that is. Yeah. So, it was pretty funny, though. Yeah. I don't know how it ended because all African movies got, like, eight parts. 
you know, part one, part two, part three, and then they don't release it forever. Like, they just drop this one. So I'm going to have to wait for, I don't know, however long to get part two, and then it's going to be part three, part four. Yeah. They're going to drag out this story long as hell for no reason. You're not going to be searching that shit out online? We'll see. Maybe... My mom is going to premiere these, you know. <laughs> premiere, pr- 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 you know, when I go to the crib. <laughs> Get the air hearts. Won't. So, All we'll right. find out, yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm just cooling, you know. I just dropped uh, the video for my single compliment today. Yes, so you did. So that's really dope. Congrats. Um, yeah, very happy about that. Shout out to my man, Matt Wells, for shooting that. He's a very talented young uh, director out of Minneapolis. Um yeah and you can look that up online on youtube just search rich garvey song is called compliment um yeah yeah it got real hot and heavy in that shit too supposedly you know? <laughs> allegedly i was a head ass in that in that video <laughs> i must admit it was very it was very heady headiness of me hey you were suave man some somewhat i'm not smooth at all that's just matt kept making me look like i'm interesting or whatever so that was cool that helped a lot yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> for real but no let's talk about onyx gemstones though yeah you know project's been out for a little bit here you had the release party mm-hmm. while we were on break mm-hmm. and you know people got a chance to actually sit with it now yeah and how's the reception from the general public as well from a critical standpoint um the general public people really love it i mean i think what i've noticed is a lot of people that consider myself to kind of consider themselves my fans I, they appreciate when I, because uh, people know me as being a genuine, uh, good, fun-loving person, you know, and uh, I think this project capture my everyday self, you know what I'm saying? There's no bravado, there's no, you know what I'm saying? I'm not putting up a front or anything, I'm just speaking from within, so I think people connect with that, and from a critical standpoint, I think people enjoy the songs. And I was actually surprised that I got some of the feedback that I got. Um, and some of the local press in Minneapolis showed a lot of love. Some of them don't even pay attention, you know, because they lazy. That's what they do. That's what but they do. The people who did, took, I think the people who checked it out appreciated it. And uh, people who didn't, they just missed out. So it's all good. On to the next one. Yeah. You know? At the same time, you're also on a couple end of year lists, though. Yeah. Like you got a couple of like people in your corner really checking it, but at the same time it is coming down to people that actually peep it. Like right. they they can relate to it because they're like not looking for the next hottest thing. It just right. happens to be, you know, something that's really fucking hot. Exactly. And um I will say this though. Um You can't miss what you never had, I guess. I mean but the, the thing about it is there's a lot of people who who are press people that I send shit to and they're just lazy, you know. I, I dealt with that numerous times just recently, you know. You send them your shit, they don't even take time to check it out. And then they put out, put out half-ass reviews or half-ass, I don't know, articles or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they got that power, there's people you got to deal with. So, I mean, it's tough, you know. You keep getting, de- you keep getting uh, roadblocks, you got to find another detour. That's pretty much <laughs> That's the name of the game. Yeah. Hey, at least they're not like copy and pasting the exact words verbatim from the press release. I see that all the fucking time, and it's like my number one pet peeve. Cause same people just like taking the exact same words that you send out to them, and then they'll try to put it off as their own in their own articles. Like, really? Like you guys couldn't like put original thought to that shit? Yeah. But I mean, 
that that's that's what happens a lot, you know. When people get lazy and they call themselves journalists and blah blah blah. But you know what? I'm grateful that there's any kind of journalism because Minneapolis, as a city, has a lot of talent, but there's not a lot of press. So that's I'm glad for people like Brayson Lakes, um, Motivation to Hustles, and the mm-hmm. Maids, and the you know, and the uh, the Heshes, and all these people, Permutes, and all these people. You know, um, there's a lot of dope cats out of here that are doing good things. You know, people like Soul Tools, and you know, what I'm saying there's so many like. Um, the KFAIs, the Southside radios, the Frogtown radios, all of that, you know, like, there's a lot of good shit going on. Um, people are trying to create it on their own, and that's just because there's so much music and so much content and so many dope people out here. But, the people who have the, like, the big press and can reach out the farthest are the ones that are really not with the culture of hip-hop and, and all of that, like, we should be way more rep- well represented based on our talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I go to New York and I'm like, I easily feel like I'm one of the better, better performers in the room. And this is supposed to be like the mecca of hip hop, you know? Like, I'm, we really can travel. And, I'm, and I know I'm not the illest, you know? I know I'm, I know I'm dope, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like I'm the illest ever. Not well, in my, in my mind, I'm the shit. I, don't I was going to say, well, if you grab you a know? mic, you got to be the illest in your mind. <laughs> you know? But I mean, like, there's so many other dope cats, man. But, like, Minneapolis don't get that shine, man. People don't know, you know what I'm saying? People just think that there's not that kind of culture and, 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 uh, tradition of music people don't think about prince being from here people don't think about jimmy jan terry lewis don't think about morris day don't think about all these people like you know what i'm saying uh, um they don't think about uh, uh um next fucking next you know what uh, i'm saying right condition right men, condi- men condition right man men condition see that's more disrespect you go to that show, by the way they want a freaking grammy no i didn't even go to the stove i'm tripping man yeah. I should have went though, but it was just a weird day. It was a time I didn't have a car still, so like, whatever. Yeah. So shout out to having a car. It's, it's lit. Life is great. Um, I was gonna say, but the one thing that you know, New Yorkers were definitely kind of like surprised by you, from what I hear. Hmm. You know, you were saying all these things about you know club owners looking at you, really hmm. just being surprised that you're from Minnesota and you're actually holding yourself to a higher standard than a lot of these cats. Like, uh, what do you feel like is the you know the X factor, like? Is it just a Minnesotan thing? Like, what's good with, like, I don't know. Like, my big question is, how does, like, Minnesota get perceived outside of the state? Because we all just kind of take it for granted because we're here. We're immersed in it. It's, like, it's second nature. But every, whenever someone gets outside the city, outside city bounds, like, it's a whole new thing. So, I don't know. What's the reception really like? Um, I mean, most people don't know. They just don't know. Like, they, people just go off of... What do you think about Minnesota? They think about code. They think about the Lil Yachty song. People are really lazy. You know, some people think about Prince. Yeah. But that's about it. Like, for the most part, people don't think about hip-hop when they think about Minnesota. And, um, people kind of know about Allen Kingdom, kind of. and You know what I mean? It's and growing. Kind of. Some of the Lizzo's. And, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, you know. But, like, for the most part, I would say... Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not—it's building. It's very underground esque. Yeah, it—it's—it'll it, take time. Like I, I feel like a few more artists break out of Minnesota, 
then we'll have that reputation. You know, it's just about being on a, um, a, a, a national scale. Like, if we're if our artists keep blowing up on a national scale, if we have, like, two or three more artists that blow up out of Minnesota, I think that will create that presence. Really, it just takes that one, you know, right. to really be major. Like, somebody like a Nelly. Nelly blew up out of St. Louis, and then all of a sudden, all these rappers came out of St. Louis, like Chingy and freaking uh, Jaquan and you know Murphy. what I'm saying and Mur- yeah Murphy Lee and the St. Lunatics and all these dudes and shit like there's a bunch of rappers came out of St. Louis after after those dudes and St. Louis kind of fell off now but that's because yeah. it's fucking depressing over there but true um, it is what it is they lost their football team all kind of shit they have the Ferguson riots all kind of shit and another cop shot another dude um, all kind of nonsense a chick I was even dating at, at one quick little point was staying over there and shit and was talking about how, like, they were just, people were pissed, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this, like, it, they were just on, they were just waiting for the judge to be like, this cop is not guilty, just right. so they can write, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they could have been on the edge of St. Louis. But, I mean, Nelly put him on the map for hip-hop, you know? And you, you think about right there, you think about that Midwest swing and the, you know what I'm saying, the little her skirt, you know. Take me way back word. to the, like middle school days. You know what I mean? But I mean, like he put, he he gave St. Louis a, a swag, a, a personality. You know what I mean? Like international okay. scale. So I give him credit for that. Um, we don't have we don't have that yet, but we're getting there. And um, the the cats that are coming out of here and are blowing up are doing big things. Um, you know so the end is different ways to get it out here they're starting to be you know they're right. starting to be different ways before it was probably just one big homie that know another big homie and blah 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 yeah you know industry connects and this and that there's a few ways to get it out here it's definitely not any of these media markets like New York LA or any of those places but man the talent is definitely here the quality of music is very much here if anything it can compete with any state in my in my opinion um, that's just not me being biased. It's just based off of what I've seen and the, the artists that I've linked up with and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we all be, we all see it every day, but at the same time, it just kind of gets lost in the background. Like, how much work do we really have to do? Everyone's saying, yo, Minnesota's next, but what really is next? Is if everyone's just keep doing the same thing. So, I don't know. It's always good to have the refresher. But right. at the same time, you know, Onyx Gemstone... It is a collaborative project between you and Ackwright, you know, really just putting together, you know, the rhymes, the beats on there, and, yo, how'd you guys, like, first link up for the people out there? Um, we, f- we first linked up through uh, a mutual friend, through a producer named Simon, uh-huh. and we, we, we had a couple of jam sessions where just messing around, working on beats and, and music, and, um... Uh, from that experience, like, we just kept in contact and, you know what I mean, always talked about doing more and more music together and then one day we just kicked it, blazed a couple, you know, part, parlayed, partaked, all that good shit and he was just like, pick any beats that you want, <laughs> you know, he just played a bunch of beats and I just picked the ones that I liked and um, from that came Onyx Gemstone. There was a few couple joints that I still... You know, but it's all good. Um, I'm happy about how shit turned out. Ackwright is like a very dope producer, man. Like he's somebody that 
just has a very unique signature sound. Like, nobody can say... Like, of all people that sample in this world, you know what I'm saying? I can distinguish his beats out of anybody because he has his own signature style. Like, it's like a collage style, but his beats have a certain warmth yeah. to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and his drums hit a certain way. Like, he just has a signature sound that he's carved out of all these cats that all sound the same, that all do the same thing. You know, out of something that people would say is copying, he created his own original niche out of that. And the program that he uses is so basic, people don't even know. But it's just like that, you know. This shit is just ill. Like, he just found a way to, you know, he's a very talented dude. I mean, very humble on top of that, which really is dope. Oh, yeah. no. At the same time, I really like what you're saying about that warmth, because that is what Onyx Gemstone is. Like, mm-hmm. you really allow your like compassion and your warmth to shine over his beats, which adds to the entire like aura of it. That gives it that, you know, that, like you're saying, it's no bravado, no braggadocious shit to it. It's just, it's just a humble retelling of like an everyday joint. Like mm-hmm. the fact you got raindrops on there, where you're just like, you know, let me find my love raindrops raindrops and you're just like you're basically just you're not flexing or anything you're just you're just being you and the warmth really just shines out so i don't know thank you i appreciate that um man i you know you gotta keep it real you know it's as simple as that keep it real with yourself and i mean i feel like the more i'm i'm real with myself the better things are getting in my life in my situation and um, and if I'm going to do music and it's going to be a way to release and therapy and all that shit, you got to be honest with yourself. You can't be faking the funk. Like that, sometimes that's the only time people got to really say what they feel without anybody arguing or against it or whatever. It's like through music. So if you're not even speaking real shit, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you're not releasing, you're not like, you know? There's yeah. so many people that have that veil they could put on this persona, this image. And it's tough to live like... I can't live like that all the time, man. I gotta be me, you know? And that's the only way I can live my best life. You know what I'm saying? I'm poor, so, you, you know, you gotta eat good and you gotta keep it real with yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Live your truth, man. Speak yep. your truth. Exactly. So. And you really just have that shine through. Um, feels right really just say it leave it all on the table there you know talking yep. about you know homies that you know got locked up over the past and just kind of like moving forward and how like to address it without like losing yourself in that struggle yep it, it, it was somebody who i used to rap with and do music with and um it's just a, at a certain point like you either a leader or you're a follower. You're somebody who gonna like figure out shit for yourself and what is gonna make your life sustain. Or you're gonna be somebody who, well, they doing this. Let me just let me just do this. I want to fit in. I want to be a part of this. Whatever it is. And he was just trying to fit in. You know, he t- he talked like he talked a good game, like he's a leader, but he was a follower at the end of the day, mm. and got caught up in. I mean, it is what it is, and it just lets you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody, like, when you locked up, when you're in the in the system, like, they don't give a fuck about 
your feelings. They don't care that you got sh goals and ambitions. Like, and that shit can break you if you're a weak person. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he he learned the hard way. Doing all kind of stupid shit, slinging, pimping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All kind of. And I mean, that's what I talked about in the song. Um, but yeah, man, it, it it's it's just life. Everybody got a homie that's done stupid shit that didn't reach their full potential. That's like the the recurrent story, right? Yep. And the sad thing is, like, you have to just see those errors for yourself and not fall off the same traps. All at the same time, not letting it like make you arrogant or kind of like switch up or anything <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile Gmo over here tweeting all kind of crazy ass shit on Twitter <laughs> it's crazy I thought about doing that once actually like uh, one time I was working at a grocery store and I grew a full beard in a spot that they said I can't grow a beard so they let it slide for some reason for three months while they'd yell at everyone else to grow a beard and shit. And I was basically, you know, just saying, you know what, fuck you. I've worked at that place so long. So one day I slipped up and decided to shave. And I had such an ugly face without my, like, goatee. I was just like, nah. And so I was looking for, like, everything possible to make my shit grow back in two days. Is there pictures of this, of you without your goatee? I haven't seen you without it. I know. This is the staple. What man. would it look like? Like this is I feel like I know what your face looks like, so I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't... It's essentially like me covering up my chin, but back then, I also had a little puffier face, so I look like just, like... Mm. I look really weird, especially with a buzz cut, too. Like... I did not look anything close to what common beauty is, and I was mad as hell. What the fuck is common beauty? What's what's the magazine <laughs> shit, man? Like I wasn't in no magazines at that point. I didn't have no like good like uh, cowlicks or anything. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the word of the day is common beauty. This this is a word I've never heard before, a phrase I've never heard before. So. Please break it down for me. Common beauty. Common beauty, man. Yes. You got to see the beauty in everything. All things. All the beauty in this whole life. Anybody that want to let me know in the class, please put your hand up in, um, <laughs> in front of what common beauty is. Yeah. Right, now you're just mad. You had, Come on. You're the one who dropped two love songs on the same project. It wasn't a love song. One, one song was about the joy of sex, and the other one was the joy of the climax. So you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta have both. That you know is interrelated, saying? man. It's not. It's not, man. The climax is like, cause usually, cause when you climax, sometimes you don't want to be around the person. So you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, the pull out game I'm, strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull out into the other room. <laughs> Low key, don't be telling my secrets, <laughs> man. Nah, <laughs> nah, um, nah. But yeah. They, See the hate, man. The hate, hate, hate. It'd be the own people, the people you know, man. It's yeah. always your own people. <laughs> Alright, well, I think we need to play some music. And since we are talking about Onyx Gemstone, is there one song that you want the people to hear to really just commemorate this moment upon? Um, let's hear Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Well, I'll be not. I'm yeah. with it. Shout out to Abby. Yeah. You know, show the flowers while you're still here. Gorgeous. Get it in right here. Lake views. Let's get it. I had to remove a lot of negativity from around me, man. I only got time for positivity nowadays. I've been through a lot of trials and yeah. tribulations, man. We gorgeous. 
That's why we say it's gorgeous. You know, we gorgeous. That's we why gorgeous. We have this mindset. I said we gorgeous. That we gorgeous. No matter you know, what we go through, remember that. So very beautiful, down to the dirty cuticles Eating oodles and noodles, why these false prophets fool you? To Uncle Tom, trying to get their parmesan Look how they depict us on TV and Viacom Taking resources, not a shot, look like Vietnam Mama holding scriptures, finding closure through these psalms But they lied to us, set up shop and bribe to us Promise of wealth, but they don't subscribe to us We virtuous people, so our thoughts ain't congruent Early to make a profit, but spiritually stay truant Ain't down with the movement so they labeled us a nuisance Appropriate our culture while we steady living ruin But we won't stop moving, strategize and keep improving Let the music be our God cause it's so soothing Black people unite, put the races in confusion And fascist government with big oil for pollution Take a look, yo, the love is enormous Say what, my people gorgeous, be gorgeous We build a legacy, though they try to harm us Say what, my people gorgeous, be gorgeous Hey yo, my people gorgeous, we gorgeous. Say what? You know we gorgeous, we gorgeous. Hey, you know we gorgeous, we gorgeous. Say what? My people gorgeous, we gorgeous. All I had to do was focus. They tried to count me out like I wrote on the short bus, but everything is gorgeous. I've been on the same shit. You just starting to notice? I named my son Niraj because he's pure like the lotus. There's more than Agent Orange in the portals. Is it considered stealing if they don't pay what they owe us? They trying to hit they quotas, ulterior motives. Collect cholesterol and wash it down with all the sodas. As far as employers, it's so crazy. It's almost if they rather provoke us than promote us. Can barely make rent, but they gon' pay them promoters. That's why I'm always shaking hands and rubbing shoulders. Only with the ones that paved the road before us. Even though sometimes they choose to ignore us, we should give them they flowers before they become corpses. We should give them they flowers before they become corpses. Take a look, yo, the love is enormous. Say what, my people gorgeous, be gorgeous. We build a legacy, though they try to harm us. Say what, my people gorgeous, be gorgeous. Hey yo, my people gorgeous, we gorgeous. Say what, you know we gorgeous, we gorgeous. Hey, you know we gorgeous, we gorgeous. Say what, my people gorgeous, we gorgeous. back really repping minnesota to the fullest right here on lake views yes, yes you know what it is yes. whiskey's hitting hard yes slipping into that but you know as we slip on out of 2017 it's always good to you know look back you know the lists are being made everyone's yeah. checking them twice you know who was really rocking and who was nice you know all that good shit so i don't know what's some highlights for you in 2017 um me for me personally it was traveling you know going to south by southwest yeah doing somerset um going to new york those were good things um i went to a couple good concerts i saw flying lotus i forgot to say last time that i went i saw raekwon which is one of my favorite artists of all time so that That was was, a good night that was super ill yeah i had a good time and like i kind of punked out (laughs) you know i should have saw him and and i should have said what up to him but I didn't do that so but yeah those are things that I, I was really gonna say why'd you why'd you decide, why'd you have step on that I don't know I just saw a bunch of groupies and I just was like 
maybe I shouldn't try to bug him. You know what I'm saying? Like he probably dealing with a lot of people, but I should have. Cause how many times am I gonna see Raekwon in Minnesota? So I should have did that. That's the thing, Minnesota man. You already got yeah. plugs out in New York. Hey, just go through the slums of Shaolin. I know, man. That would have been ill. Um, but yeah, what about you? Uh, best parts of the year. I would say starting the podcast. This has been kind of a nice little, you know, weekly thing where we get to vent a little bit and talk about shit that we don't usually get to post because, you know, working a lot. Yeah. Um, I quit two jobs because they weren't fit in my lifestyle and it was by choice. So I was very thankful for the opportunities that was given, but at the same time, you know, realizing the value that comes from, you know, well-being and uh, just, you know, taking a second to appreciate, uh, you know, just the stress and the toll that comes from, you know, all the pressures of the world just kind of weighing in on you when you only have such a finite time in a day. So it was good to realize that and exercise my right of choice in, you know, the right times and the right places. Right. And then, um, yeah, checking out some shows and some really dope albums. It's been a fucking great year for hip hop. So, whether it's locally and just, you know, nationally, man, yes. even UK hip hop was cracking this year, man. UK hip hop been cracking the last, probably the last 10 years, and people ain't really paying attention. True, but, you know, there's a difference from Dizzy Rascal shit. To fucking Stormzy, fucking AJ Tracy, like all these cats coming out of there. Skepta. Yeah, I mean, it's a natural progression though. Like, there's only gonna be more and more doper cats. Like, I I feel like England just now really perfecting their sound and trying to, you know, have their own interpretation of what hip hop is. And they have a lot of lyricists, man. They have a lot of people that are really influenced by real spitters and. Um, it makes sense that there's a lot of dope cats, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still yeah. keeping that kind of the uh, reggae and Caribbean vibe alive mm-hmm. out there, more mm-hmm. so than out here. So much so that Drake's even biting out there. I mean, honestly, like, there's a lot of people that are from the Caribbean and from African countries that go to these countries, and, you know, that's a lot of the black people that are in these different countries are from, you know ethnic places and they bring their culture with them so mm-hmm. it makes sense that it'll be influencing whatever the dominant culture is you know um but having that as their national sound like progressing that forward mm-hmm. like the u.s is getting there but mm-hmm. it's not fully embraced it as much as you'd say like uk for sure but that's okay though that's i mean that's how it is i mean like i i saw that with like what's the artist uh, i would say somebody who on a vague level like tory lanes okay um i seen the same people that were just like six months before say they didn't like ah he's whack then they all of a sudden they like him after he had like a number one single okay you know like it's just kind of crazy like you know like people people are fickle (laughs) seriously man they really are no Um, i'm with that yeah man I'm gonna say I know there's a couple artists this year I wasn't fucking with, but now I'm just like all in. Like I'm spacing on names, but um, I would say Twenty One Savage. He it's came somebody, a long it's way. Somebody, this year. It's somebody who I, I I went from like uh to like okay, you know he got some tracks that here and there that I can pick 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he had that one track that he came out with, Young Savage, Why You Trapping So Hard. I feel like after he had that song, all his songs were a disappointment. And then I heard, you know, bank you know, account? Heard, yeah, in a bank account and a one, couple two, of joints. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I was in my bank account. And I like oh. that project with him and Offset. That shit's actually Ooh. pretty dope. It's that's, actually, that's one of my top 20. I think that project is actually pretty dope. Um, yeah, you know, he got, he, he surprised me. Yeah, he definitely surprised me. I really like Ugly God. People would be hating on him, but I really like Ugly God. I'm a, I'm a he had a hell of a year, man. I'm a huh? He had a good year. I'm saying Ugly God had a great year, man. He and he keeps it real. He don't be lying in his raps. He don't, you know what I'm saying? He ain't trying to pretend. He just keep it real and just say it like it is. And his should be his tracks be enjoyable. Like he got a track where the chorus is just bitch, 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 but it's tight. I don't know. It's just. It, if you can find a way to make a chorus bitch, 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 oh, and, still make me en- and still make it and still make me enjoy it, you're doing something right. Like for real. Like seriously, man. Booty from a distance, that's gonna be a classic forever. Like he got some hits, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll give you that. I don't know. But at the yeah, same it time, it's been a good year for uh, you know, conscious cats too. Yes. Odyssey Drop, yes. arguably one of the dopest projects in the you last five Grid, years. You got Crit, you got Sci High, you know, yeah. there's a lot of dope shit, man. It's, Fucking um, Jaden Smith, which I finally Kendrick, got around listening yeah, to. Yeah, the, the Sire project is pretty, it sounds like some selection shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of the beats, he got that the real next level production shit, you I'm know. I'm chalking it up to privilege and money. Yes. Like no one comes out the gate with he a project really sounding like this. I mean, honestly, those, those selection cats been fucking with him for a minute, though, because I remember when he, even years back, I heard a hit, some of his shit on their mixes. So it's kind of like anytime he decides he want to do music, he's going to have the best producers at his feet go groveling for that kind of exposure. Yeah. So, yeah, he is, I mean, he don't need, like, to be a, a, a kid like him on that celebrity level, you don't need no label or none of that. Like, the internet is your oyster. Like, you just do whatever you want to do. No doubt. This shit is amazing to see that. I think that's one thing 2017 has solidified, that we've completely obliterated the idea that anybody needs a label. Like, that shit is completely secondary at this point. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, You're better off going to I a think, bank. For yeah, that. Th- that is. I think that is what has been established in 2017, is we have completely shifted away from people depending on labels to blow up or whatever you yeah. know like labels are trying to find artists on the internet now you know what i'm saying as much as other people are you know and i've blogs have completely become businesses and um the idea of blogging is off of just the strength of liking music that idea is almost dead at this point as mm-hmm. opposed to you know what i mean like for i'm just saying for the majority of the big blogs they all they all end up being swallowed up by big media conglomerates yep and then that's the way these media conglomerates stay relevant and stay popping by acting like they're doing their research and finding out what's really going on but they're just using the blogs to do their work for them I same eat, vampire uh, shit each time man you know pigs Preaching and planes, exactly that type of shit um even two dope boys all these little different entities that were independent voices they're all being bought up by complex magazine or you know what I'm saying yeah. little, the whole Joe Budden scandal right now with Verizon and all the shit that they tried piping into you know their broadcasts and how Joe Budden was like fighting from the jumps like no I want a piece of the check man 
you can't be doing all this shit having me like try to talk about a rap caviar playlist on Spotify just because they suggested it to get put into the today's show and they put his foot down like nah I'm not doing it and they're like well we're not fucking with you and see this everything blow up like it has you know it's kind of giving more transparency to the whole shit the whole entire machine is starting to you know bust down and break down crazy saying shout out to Joe Budden doing big things this year man Joe Budden Joe Budden I love that man raps and fucking personality that dude is I, a I, you know at one point I like his raps I don't know I ain't got nothing else to say about him cause I don't know yeah. he got a show of academics man Academ- fuck academics that dude took an L after L I don't know why people keep saying fuck academics but like dude's a little punk ass bitch like Joe Budden's show is with academics not anymore and I feel like yeah no more but I mean like come on man like there was no camaraderie on that show Like they did it not- was meant to be it's Every good show has, you know, the host butting heads. I mean, nah, I ain't got nothing to do with butting heads, man. They, they, yeah, they man. really He really ain't got his back. Like, I mean, it, not at all. Like, I remember watching the, uh, um, when Vic Mensa got pissed off. He was going to let him get his ass whooped, like, in multiple situations. Did he not earn like, that ass whooping, though? I mean, yeah. Vic but, made some very well, great not, points to the, the point where it's like, that's you know, you point, have a though. lot of restraint. That's not the point, though. You invite somebody on the show. Yeah, I don't know. The whole shit was just crazy. Man. I don't know. I don't know why Joe Biden is associated with somebody who he knows is doing goofy ass shit like that. But that means he's trying to get attention as well. I don't he know. He knows clickbait. So that's probably another reason why that happened. True. At the same so. time, he's also there from a different standpoint. Where Biden is definitely more golden era. Like he came up, had to earn his spot as an MC, True. and had to go for the rigmarole of you know East Coast. True. and saw Def Jam at its height within the early 2000s. He was there, he beefed with some of the biggest names in hip-hop. Like, he continues to, you know, have his name stay relevant, whether it be through Hayden or bars. And then you have someone like Academics, who clowns on people on Twitch, and talks this shit without any sort of repercussion. And then have him come out here, like, talk his shit, and try to maintain his opinion. Like, come on, man! Yeah. You aren't. You don't have an opinion. You're just a fan that happens to have a lot of numbers. To which the yep. business itself sees the numbers and says, "Oh, you have now worth because you have so many people listening to your dumb shit." But you have been unchecked because you're living in your mom's basement so long. It happens a lot, though. It does. Yeah. But I mean, I be watching. Sometimes I watch Fox News. I'm just like, this shit isn't amazing to me. Like I was listening to. I was listening to some interview with this lady. Is her name Heather Graham or something like that? But she uh, she was interviewing uh, this this black I think he's an editor for Essence or something. Okay. And she was she was uh, talking to him about like Kendrick and 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 Jay Z about how terrible their lyrics are. And she started. This is the to, wrong year for that shit. To, she started to reference um, the story of OJ. Right. All right. She's like white nigga, poor nigga, rich nigga. You know all this. Start saying, you know, but she didn't want to say nigga. She was just. Oh, of course know, not. She was like, why, why? He uses all these derogatory terms and blah 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 blah. And it was like, he was like, the irony of that, of that song is, he's talking about the exact thing that you're doing right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like he's saying, he's saying to you essentially, no matter if he's rich, poor, whatever the hell he is. He's still gonna be a nigga to you. He's still gonna be 
nobody to you and, and no matter what social stature or whatever heights of society he climbs climbs he's always going to be seen a certain way in your eyes and that's what that song is about it was about OJ thinking that he was bigger than uh, his race and that he wasn't black he's OJ you know mm-hmm. so okay you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's it's just funny how she 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 picks two of the more like intellectual rappers <laughs> to yeah. like to, when to one, make an example of like why this rap shit is is out, outlandish, it's out of hand, you know? Why she gotta go after the one dude too that starts off his album <coughs> going at Fox News for that dumb shit too? I don't know, cause they're stupid. They're so, I'm just saying, it lets you know yeah. how out of touch they are. You gonna hate some shit that you know nothing about. You well, know that's what the saying? whole premise, though. And you gonna pick the wrongest examples to make your point too, because that means you're you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. It's just crazy. But at the same time, though, you know, it definitely holds true. Like I'm surprised she didn't bring up the what was it that uh, one line that everyone was getting mad at Jay Z for in that song with mm-hmm. the anti-Semitic shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh. Uh, you know where he's like flipping it like uh, you know what's more important than spending money at a strip club credit you know and talking about how the Jews like all got all this money this is how it's they true. did it it's true. and then yeah like there was a bunch of anti-semitic shit that was going on around online saying like oh Jay-Z's being anti-semitic oh going at the Jewish faith and it's like we're that makes no I, sense I feel that like no you're, I feel like you're taking it out of context you're like out of context, I feel like yeah. it is what it is right but at the same time like he's saying this for you know the enlightenment of a whole instead of you guys are looking at the wrong thing again but I feel like Fox News would gravitate towards that the, more so I'm saying the word anti-Semitic is thrown around too fucking much for the dumbest shit ever like for real like if you really think about it the Jewish like Jewish people do control the entertainment industry they control the banking system mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so like th- th- those are major things like what we see and and how and our money, yep. our commerce, like the Rothschild company is like the most powerful family in the fucking world. Like, oh yeah, Electronica doesn't have to drop an album. Come on, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying though. Jay Electronica, like, come on, man. He stayed relevant without dropping no project. How is that possible? Because he's with somebody who literally is like what they say. You're fighting the against world. the man. They are the man. No, he's like, fucking you know the man. Like, it's just crazy. It's, it's insane to me. Like, that's also, too, when you look yeah. at the Jerusalem-Palestine shit with the UN and Trump. Yeah. Like, you already know. That dude yeah. <laughs> paid his way through. Shit. Man, but, shit is all fucked up, man. I don't... I don't know. Yeah. I have no hope for society. It's like... <laughs> all I know is I need a Tesla, and me and Ian Leon Musk need to figure out our new crib in Mars... And uh, yeah, riding on the SpaceX. Yeah, we're gonna get all the chicks that want to get tans. Like, yo, you can get tan all year. So we're just some Mars, and uh, it's gonna be lit. We're gonna leave them up there, and then um, but we're gonna leave them with like. A, okay, let me not say that. I'm gonna say. I was gonna say, is this turn into the Martian? It's gonna, it's gonna, it's turn into some weird shit. I'm, I'm not even gonna go there. This because it's wh- whiskey. I'm sorry. Maybe I should finish talking now. Where are we at right now? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's put a pause on that shit, and we'll come right back. But right now, let's find out what's going on from a young cat out of Milwaukee who's actually going on a Midwest tour and stopping out at the Kitty Cat Club on, was it, January 2nd. 
alongside Miles Graves and Jay Hollywood. So, you know what? Give it up and show some hometown love to Simon Mustafa. And this is a track off his latest EP called Above It All. Get into it right here, Lake Views. Yeah. What's this above it all, right? Knew they wasn't living right Better get it how you live Feed the fam, got kids Throw some money to my sis Help my mama pay the rent Fuck a nine to five shift My niggas tryna sell a brick Steady ducking double six Smoking seven dirty piss Fuck a nine to five shift My niggas tryna sell a brick Drop the price and get it gone But I know that ain't for me Wish all my dogs would be free Know that life they live ain't cheap Live fast, enjoy the cheese Here today, gone tomorrow How it is when you in these streets Seen them yesterday saying R.I.P Know it's family pain and it's running deep First things first, man Yo, let's talk about this show You know, you are kind of having a mini tour going around Midwest. You're going to be stopping out at Kitty Cat Club in Minneapolis on the 3rd. So, yeah, what's good with the show and the tour, man? Yeah, man, I'm excited to be having the show in Minneapolis. It'll be free admission for everyone 21 and up. Um, just wanting to spread the music, spread the new project above it all over to the 612. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, people need that in their lives. So I'm definitely glad you're bringing it out our way. Uh, yeah, who's all on the show? Are you guys, like, bringing anyone from the mill out, or it's just all, like, local support, or what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited, man. I got some local support on the build out. We have it. Miles Graves, he just released his new, um, project, Minneapolis, the U.S. at the end. Yeah. Jay Hollywood, and he just released a new single title, Black and Hour, and both of those songs are super dope. And, uh, yeah, they're from the Minneapolis area. I think they're really putting the city on the map because me as a Milwaukee artist, those are some of the first artists I heard of. And, like, I kept hearing their name come up repeatedly as far as suggestions and things like that. So I think those are definitely two of the dopest dudes in the city right now. And I'm honored to even be able to share the stage with them on January 3rd at the Kitty Cat Club. There you go. I was going to say, Miles has been putting in work for, for a long time. And, Jay, I, everything I hear out of that kid is like, all right, bigger and better. So, man, it's going to be quite a show. Yeah. <laughs> I hear Miles is coming, like, legendary out there. It's because he's been grinding for so long. Like, just yeah. longevity within the scene in Minneapolis. Yeah, he's getting there, man. Like, everything he's doing, like, I feel like the uh, Minneapolis project really just solidified what everyone's been knowing 
and just to see what he does behind the scenes and everything, it's just it's kind of humbling. So it's like I don't know. I'm glad to see him get that shine. Yeah, but I guess yo, let's let the project shine one time because you know, above it all is the reason why you're you know doing all this in the first place. And the title itself, you know, it's about triumph. It's about really just uh, picking up and you know overcoming. So what are you really uh? trying to overcome man what's above it all what are you trying to rise above man the things i was trying to rise above at the time doing the process of making that project i was dealing with depression i lost my brother in 2015 to gun violence i had uh just seen a lot of my dreams slowly not happening the way i had a passion to do and i realized like above it all i gotta wake up every day and i gotta continue to grind towards what i want um no matter you know if you lost family members that mean the most to you, you know, you have to take a break from college because you aren't financially able to, you know, pay for things. And it was a lot of situations like that, you know? Yeah. And it felt like I wasn't living up to my parents' expectations and not living up to my personal expectations. Yeah. And uh, even even more so on, like, a, like, like a more, like, uh, political side, um, just the cover art alone shows the police in the background, and I got a lot of uh, scrutiny in regards to the cover art, but it wasn't saying, like, oh, fuck the police or fuck 12. It was saying, you know, I want to create an image that sparks conversations to where people will start to speak on the climate of what's going on in America with police and minority people of color. And now even the most recent video was, like, another a white dude that was even innocent and that was shot down brutally by the police. So, that was my whole thing, just rising above the negative things going on within the system and within America and just trying to spark a conversation and make a change. So it could be applied in so many ways, and that's the one thing I love about the project because I wrote it throughout a whole year, so there was so many different sides of me and so many different emotions I felt. I feel like it can be, um, it can be marketed to anyone and anyone can relate to it because everyone has something, you know, throughout the day rise that they're trying to rise above. Man, I feel that for real. Because, you know, listening back to the project, you know, you're touching on, you know, just opening up and being vulnerable enough to actually speak on, you know, depression and, you know, the loss of your brother. At the same time, you definitely did, you know, let out a little bit of that aggression that I feel like we all can relate to one way or another with, you know, police, with the government as it is, everything, man. Yeah. It's just a lot that's happening right now. And I feel like that title says it all. It's like, how do we overcome? How do we, like, rise above it? and not really just spare the emotions just to, you know, make everyone happy. So yeah. that's, that's what I like about this thing. Cause you know, you weren't afraid to be yourself and show a lot of that, uh, you know, a lot of that pain. So man, kudos to you for that. For real. <laughs> man, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening too, man. Man, not a problem. At the same time though, you know, I did find it pretty intriguing that I've, one of the tracks in there, you actually said that, you know, when you are, when you finally tell your story, you're done rapping. Yeah. What, like, what is the story that you want to tell, man? Like, uh, I guess, are you trying to like, uh, chapter this thing out? Like just basically do sequence by sequence or is there like a definite end date for you? Or what's good with that line? Cause you know, most cats never really put like a finite spot on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like personally, um, just sort of how Kanye West had his whole late registration, college dropout, graduation. Like, it's just this whole vision in my mind, and, like, it's all laid out. 
it was just uh, a matter of me finding to me to execute each album and um, collection of expressions the way I, I hope to. And once I get those um, resources and those outlets, and then, yeah, I'll just be done. But uh, I feel like my final step and everything is becoming uh, financially stable or, you know, achieving financial freedom. And then going back into my community where I grew up at, where I first, where the first part of my story started, and then being able to invest that money since I am now financially stable and financially free, I would invest in, you know, things like what you guys are doing, uh, hip-hop songs and these things that's focusing on the local scene, whether it's music or entrepreneurship or academics. You know, I just want to bring all those things back into the neighborhoods where this art form first started back in the 80s and 70s as just a way to express this word as a way for people to express themselves. I just want to bring that back and pass it down to the next generation. Because, I mean, yeah, Jay-Z is like an odd, like a very rare case where he can still talk to the people and people can still relate to him at such a, you know, at such an old age. And I feel like for me, I just want to tell my story. I just want to inspire somebody. I just want to be able to spark the change, that will change the world, because I know I can't do it alone. I just want to spark, I, you know what I'm saying? I want to make that change. And then I want to get back and go start doing the groundwork in different lanes, not just the music or not just, you know, talking about it or speaking on it. Because I can only speak on it so much. And I can only tell my story so much. And then after that, I just want to find other kids like me that have a similar story and try to help them out to do it. Nobody to help me or guide me, you know? No, absolutely. Because, you know, like you're saying, like you said it perfectly, like, you can only say so much to your own perspective, but at the end of the day, if your story can inspire someone else to better themselves and just continue to keep that same incentive, same like spirit alive, like that's going to be the revolution in itself. So yeah, man, you already know what's good. I guess, I don't know. Do you have like a, what's like the first thing you want to do outside of music, like uh giving back? You want to like put more people on, you want to like start up a program. Like what's, what's the, What's, like, the first stage in that plan? The first stage of that plan, once the music is done, I would say is to adopt a Black Panther Party system mm. or a formula, if you want to say, and then uh, just try to shine it up and make it less intimidating to mainstream America, even though their main goal was to just, you know, build power and financial freedom and knowledge and things like that and unity amongst the Black folks so that then, you know, once they are together as a whole, then every other race can come together as a whole as human beings and then make America, <laughs> quote-unquote, great again. But, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty bold to make that claim for a Black Panther party. <laughs> but, hey, I, yeah. I respect yeah. the hell out of that, though, because, you know, the Panthers definitely were on some next-level stuff, but at the same time, it was all image and all conspiracy just trying to, like, make them discredited to the point where no one will want to follow it but once everyone realizes that there's a lot more in common than there is different then people can actually wake up realize and give that a second chance so i respect the hell out of that man man right but, yeah man appreciate that it was just like coin pro and the government and everyone that was investigating them and you know painting them as this monster you know it all was just you know propaganda and media you know doing things a certain way yeah, and who's to say that shit still isn't happening with net neutrality right now? So. Yeah, and I was just going to say, like, and that's that's why I feel like above it all is really going to be time. It's like 10 years from now. No one can listen to that and they can find something they relate to now. But, like, that project was done before I even started hearing about net neutrality. But now it's just like, 
it just keeps going to show. Like, you really got to fight every day to try to be above it all. And once you think you're above it all within one thing, it's, it's something else that pops up. So I feel like that album can always offer someone perspective or, like, guidance to find peace, at least for a little while to the next thing pops up, you know? No joke. At the same time, it is that same kind of mentality that you put forward that everyone else can be put forward at the same time. If you can't, you know, keep up with the hustle, man, you're going to get left behind. And that's a sad truth with yeah. the world today. So, man, you already know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And then, you know, on a lighter note, though, you know, I was really bumping, uh, what's the joint, 2.34 a.m., where you really just talking about, uh, you know, the Thirsty Thursdays, you know, those nights you never forget. <laughs> What inspired that, man? Like, what'd you do on a Thursday night that really made you say, all right, I got to put it in a song? Man, uh, freshman year, how you doing? Freshman year at UWM, I was living in the dorms, you know, the full university lifestyle. Um, didn't know many people because a lot of people from, you know, from my high school or my hometown didn't continue their education, you know? So I was kind of just like the lone wolf as far as, you know, um, just how I grew up in the environment I grew up in. So, you know, my roommate, he was from Madison, like crazy party kid, cool ass white dude. And um, he was like, bro, you want to come out? Like, I know that you've been staying in. And I'm like, fuck, here I go. Like, it's Thursday, Thursday. I had already finished all my homework. So I'm like, shit, I hope I can, you know, enjoy myself. So we go out, we pre-game in until like 10, 10, 30. We get to the party at like 11. It's going crazy, you know, people playing, like, the beer pong and all this stuff I've seen on the college movies. I'm like, wow, this is really real. <laughs> then I walk to the kitchen. I walk to the kitchen, and it's like, cute-ass white chicks. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Like, introduce themselves. I introduce myself to them. And then they just, like, do some coke off the table. Like, nothing happened. Like, it was just normal. Everybody just smiling, talking, going about it. So I didn't say anything, but I was just like, damn. And that's why I'm I'm like, coke-coke addicted. Doing lives, like, Cause that just like, just like, it just caught me so off guard. Like I've never seen somebody do a line. Like I only saw it in movies. So to see it at the party, I was just like, damn, like I'm gonna never forget that. And then like, we all end up passing out around like 2.34 in the morning. Like when we start headed back to the dorm and that time is always stuck in my head. And I was like, I'm gonna name the song 2.34. <laughs> Man, I was gonna say like the first yeah. party or so, it's just like, word, you guys are doing this so casually. Like why, you guys aren't even phased by this. Like, just the yeah. mass hysteria of a party atmosphere. And the same time, when you see something, like, as wild as Coke on the table, it's like, damn, you guys are really about this shit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Hey. Like, it wasn't, like, discreet or hidden. It. it was just like, yeah. Like, you want something? And I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. I just want this blood. Like. <laughs> that's, that's all you need, man. But at the same time, it's just, like, real wild to be in that presence, just, like, caught off guard. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But, hey, just yeah, know what you can my do. My buddy, bro, buddy, he did it. Like, my buddy, he did it. And, like, you know, I don't have nothing against him, but I just was scared, you know, personally to try it. But he did it, and he was just up all night. I was knocked out, so. Right. If I would have took it, the song probably would have been called 634. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> I don't know, man, but, yo, just being that, you know, the game's going to continue to grow and, you know, all this shit with the music industry that is, just watch out for that shit, man. It can, it'll can, ruin yeah. the best of us and the best intentions, so, I don't know, just always be wary of that shit. Yeah. But, 
Yo, at the same time, though, right before I wrap this shit up, you know, let's talk about the mill. You know, there's a lot of things happening out there. There's, you know, a lot of great music that's coming to the surface finally, much like yourself. So who's some other cats you want to put on uh, our radar right now for people to check out that's happening on Milwaukee? Man, I've been waiting for this moment. I got an actual list in my phone. Let me pull it up. Give me one sec. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, I literally have like a, a note list in my iPhone. Like, there's so many artists in Milwaukee right now. But off the top of my head, I would definitely have to say Reggie Barnes, Cam, Webster X, Lily Kane, Be Free, Mike Regal, Classic, A. Morell, Siren, Vincent Van Great, Denny Lane, Rob Knapp, Sister String, Reese, Troy, Vaughn Alexander, um, Troy Tyler, Waterloo, Kendall J, Rena, Young Satori, Ray Nitty, Ray Chappelle, Mike Kellogg, Jack Kinzo, Rex Allen, Maji Vu, man, so, so many more. <laughs> That's real, though. I was going to say, you got a good couple cats on there. You know, Wave, you got Webster, you know, Reggie, Muji Boo, man, Lex, man. Milwaukee's doing big things. It's just people need to wake the fuck on it, man. But, hey, it all comes down to grinding, and I feel like the city as a whole is doing a lot, so, hey, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, just the fact, like, growing up as a kid, like, on the north side, you know, where a lot of artists are from, and Mm -hmm. then, like, around my high school time, I was on the east side, like, the river west, like, which is where all the artists people are now and stuff like that, and just being, like, bumping shoulders with these dudes before I had any music recorded and before I was really making any moves and they like embraced me and like gave me knowledge and info that I wouldn't have been able to obtain, you know, without those connections. So I just appreciate all those people I named like putting me on game and like being humble enough to like just talk to me as another person on the street walking by. No matter, you know, they're standing like guys like Western X, like just walking down the street and I see them like, hey bro, could you help me out with this? And like, him booking booking me a show with GLC and Budadar, like GLC from Chicago, and just things like that, man. So I, I have so much faith in the Milwaukee team, and I'm really, like, I'm jealous, like, not really, like, jealous of, like, the many Africans. I see how you guys are just so united as far as when I was talking to Miles today, and I was talking to Jay Howard, but they were telling me these things. And uh, ever since I visited out there, shout out to Hyrule Diner, too. They had some good-ass food when I went out there. <laughs> but ever since I went out there, I've been telling like all my friends here that you know, music and everybody our names. Like there's other cities where everybody is just as talented as us, and we and they are, you know, you know, interacting and collaborating, and, you know, sharing connections and knowledge. And I've just been trying to implement that here. So uh, I just want to like hats off to you guys for like you giving me that idea. Man, appreciate that for real. But at the same time, you know, we're still in that kind of like we ain't shit mode. But no, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It always takes like at least five more years than you think it does. But I don't know. Milwaukee yeah. as a whole, like you guys are organized enough and people are recognizing and the fact the Bucks are killing it right now. So, you know, it's oh, oh, yeah. it's only a matter of time before everyone starts coming out to go see that fucking uh, Greek monster, man. So yeah, new stadium, too, man. Like we can start to see it becoming a part of the skyline. So I'm excited. I was going to say, like, everything I've been seeing on TV is like, damn, like, Milwaukee really doing it right now. Not only just music, (laughs) but just on the court. Like, that stadium is no joke. Yeah, man, I'm excited. (laughs) As you should. But, shit, yo, just right before I let you go, anything else you want people to know before the third? 
Yeah, man. Twenty we from twenty one and up. Come out to the Kitty Cat Club, Minneapolis, January third at nine PM. Get in free. See me perform, see Miles Grace perform, also Jay Hollywood. I'll be giving away some free merch. And this is like putting it in the air, speaking it to existence. I have been hearing so much dope music from the group called Illism. Minneapolis, hey. Minnesota. If I can get them a part of that show, I'll be honest to share the stage with them, man. The both people in that group, the, the young lady and the young man, they are dope. I've been listening to their music every day. So shout out to the local artists there, Illism. Man, <laughs> I was going to say, Fancy and Envy have been doing their shit, man. Like, I just heard they dropped a fucking magazine the other day. So I'm pretty yeah, sure I, you I could probably, like, twist their arm. What, what? I got my free download off Instagram. They have it where you can uh, download it to the link in their bio. So if you got yeah. another Instagram, make sure you check that out. Also, last but not least, shout out to Derek and everybody at Breaks and Lakes that made this possible. And I hope you guys in January in the new year. I used to wish I could write like this. If you don't wanna. 
like this with a guy. Used to wish I could write like this. If you cute, I wanna fuck, but you like that bitch. But you like that bitch. Lakeviews bringing you everything you need to know to stay in the know for everything out here around our local end of the globe, Minnesota, you know. And we are still kicking it here with Rich Garvey, man of the people. Hey. Onyx Gemstone out now. Up? Salute, salute. And now, you know, like all geniuses, you know, each one of them have learned how to take, nitpick, and really just redefine certain aspects of their own in order to, you know, just propel themselves to greatness. So, in light of our good friends, Ryan Copperwood and Spencer Worth Davis of Mm -hmm. the What If Podcast, Mm -hmm. let's talk about aliens. Because, you know, right before uh, Christmas, there was a rocket that flew over rush hour traffic out in L.A. Okay. And have you seen it? Kind of. You saw the little, like, shit? The little internet, little crap. (laughs) Yeah. I... Alien or Elon Musk? Um, I don't know. It could be a, a giant turd. Who knows? I have no clue. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I don't believe in it. I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't believe in aliens. I just don't believe. I believe that the government all of a sudden saying that there's aliens. I feel like Trump is doing some more bullshit. They want to cover up. That's I don't know. I a little know. distraction piece? I think it might be. Getting too close to the whole Mueller investigation? Yes, I think. They, they think they're trying to prevent this man from getting impeached. Right? Trying to con- constantly making up these news stories to, like, confuse us. For real. I just don't. I feel like there is some aliens, but I don't feel like they're going to make themselves that visible. I think they're smart enough to... You know, when they want to take, when they want to show up, they're gonna do their little takeover. They're not gonna be just be sweeping through. We just happen to be by Earth. Like I don't, I just don't. You, get, you know how it is. Sometimes you take that wrong turn and you just show up at a random ass spot. Like, oh my bad. Like they're not just like trying to look for like Lake Calhoun and then just they stumbled upon the Galleria. Like this is not like that kind of situation. No. Who's to say? They just. Who's <laughs> no, to say? No, no. no. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Um you think it's just gonna be all Independence Day? They show up, you know, thirty deep, blow up the White House, call it good. No, I don't. I, I don't know how they're gonna show up, but I don't think they're gonna make it that obvious. You know, are you gonna see random uh, spacecrafts and all of a sudden, what two years from now we all enslaved to some space alien race? Is that what happens? Usually, that's that's the theory. <laughs> We either get wiped out or we get put in zoos and all sorts of crazy shit. I think aliens will understand that I'm actually pretty cool and they can utilize me for some <laughs> shit. I don't know. I think I'll be alright. I ain't trying to die. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what. If aliens are real, then... I don't know. We'll come back to it when E.T. comes and hangs out I with you. I, I just don't know. When you and if aliens are real, let's take a shot. You know what I'm saying? Let's take a shot, B. This let's take a shot is, anyway. This you know? shit's a real. Yeah, that's the thing. Anyway. I feel I feel like a rebel now. To aliens. Slit. To aliens. Because them shits are real, man. If you listen to What If Podcast, shout out to them. Also now on Southside Radio from 5 to 7 p.m. each week on Monday nights. You should work for them. No. 
Aliens are real. Shit's getting way too wild. And I'm gonna go on the, well, the latest thing too is Kendrick Lamar actually came out and said that he saw an UFO at a young age and he tried to play it off like, nah, I didn't see that shit. And everyone's like getting his head like, you didn't see that shit. Now he is doubling down. He's like, no, I know what I saw. I saw some shit. Do you think that has influenced him as an MC? No, I just think the evil Lucy's were all around him. That's all. Yeah. What? The evil of Lucy was all around him. That's what happened. Yeah. The evil of Lucy was all around me. Way back when? <laughs> when he was a sacrificial lamb from Compton? Yeah, you know. He was like good kid in that mad city? Yeah. Misusing his influence, you know what I'm saying? I admit, I did the same. <laughs> <laughs> Misusing my influence. <laughs> oh, shit. But one thing I will say that didn't get enough love this year was Time Lapse from Frankie Bash. Definitely a great little project from St. Paul's own. Okay. And came through with a lot of great features on there. Alan Kingdom, Project Pat, Mandro, Slack. Man, it, it does not lack at all. It just slaps front to back. So you know what? Let's take a little bit of a look down. This one here, it's called Vows. As we you know find out what it took behind the scenes. We come right back, Lake Views. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
For those that don't know, we are up in the stew right now trying to figure out what the time is with the man behind time lapse. You know him, Frankie Bash. What's good, sir? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah, just chilling. But at the same time, for those that have been sleeping, time to wake up because fucking new project you dropped last week. Insane. Man, everything on this is fucking crisp, on point. Like, it's a fucking, like, huge sound that really says a whole lot in less than an hour. So, shit, how long has this project really been in the works? Uh, probably about a couple years. Like, I started it two years ago at my boy AK studio. Shout out to AK. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it just, like, kind of went over time. And that's kind of the whole concept of the project. It's how long, like, these two years have taken and how I started from one place and kind of ended up at another. But it all went really, really fast, just kind of like a giant time lapse. And, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. There's songs on there that are at least two years old. There's songs that are on there that are like probably a few months old. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels really good to just get this shit out because I got a lot of new shit coming. But yeah, this project, it, it really means a lot to me. As it should. At the same time, you know, even the title track and nostalgia, you know, you're talking about a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people can relate to. You know, coming up, there's always the stuff that just hits you like, oh, my God, I remember that when I came up or I remember that shit and I can't go over there because I know I get an ass whooping if I did. (laughs) And so, yeah, like what was it like uh, putting that into like a theme? Was that like premeditated or did that just kind of just come out in creativity? Uh. I didn't really premeditate any of these tracks. <laughs> uh, it kind of seems like I did for some. I like tried to like come up with like a giant like underlying theme, but like I kind of it just kind of happened because that was kind of what I was going through at the time, and that's kind of what I was talking about throughout the whole project. It was really that nostalgic feeling, especially with nostalgia. Like I like oh, definitely premeditated, you know, each individual track, but not tying them all in, you know, to like just one big ass theme. But uh, it just kind of happened that way. Just, you know, being in the lab, staying up late, (laughs) just having the creative juices flowing, per se. Uh, But yeah, Nostalgia is one of my favorite ones, for sure. Just because, I don't know, I really fucking (laughs) got Project Pat on that shit, and he was such a big influence of me growing up. And I even hit him up, I was like, yo, you should talk about, uh, you know, shit that you're, like like went through as like a child and shit like or like uh like each like i was like each bar like could mean something that's what i was doing i was doing a bunch of like analogies like for you know little things like uh what the fuck did i say 
I don't know, <laughs> like just like little uh, silly putty and fucking Airbud and just like random little things that I remembered, trying to tie that in with everything. But uh, he didn't really do that. But just having him on the fucking song was just like nostalgic as fuck in itself, you know? Right. <laughs> I was gonna say, who didn't grow up listening to like hypnotized minds and shits? Like, seriously. <laughs> a lot of people didn't. I used to get hate for that on the scene so much. People would be what? like, oh, what? Like, you're listening to these garbage ass motherfuckers? I'd be like, what kind of backpacker shit is that? Uh, for real, though. <laughs> and that's kind of what, like, I realized, like, I didn't, I wasn't ever really a backpack rapper. I was always on this, like, southern trap shit <laughs> and people like I got I used to get hate for it a lot but I, I didn't care like that was the music I fucked with absolutely and now look at the game today everyone's trying to be juicy trying to be DJ Paul <laughs> hell like Cr- Crunchy Black just got arrested out here and shit and then Crunchy Black got arrested <laughs> yeah I got a story to tell you off the mic but shit <laughs> but you know one thing that I do also appreciate about the project you know outside of you know raps a lot of great things on there great flows like you're just in pocket constantly and sonically it's like on a next level shit you know you have a great team behind you as long as well as just producing a majority of the tracks yourself so i guess yeah how's like the production process work like what's the how does that work for those that want to figure out the method behind the madness uh i don't know man we just really come to the studio like maybe i'll get a bottle or some beers some good weed (laughs) you know like start from fucking making either drums or a melody and just goes on from there like i used to i used to use logic uh i've been using ableton a lot more just because it's easier and funner in my opinion for manipulating sounds and uh i don't know it just that's what i've been on right now ableton's the fucking shit uh and uh, I don't know, just having people in the studio with you, like my homies, like Sing Grinch or Alejandro, in terms of producing, like we can just vibe out so easy and come up with a shit in like a matter of like five minutes. We're like, okay, this is sounding some, like some cool shit. Uh, Ableton has this cool feature where you can link up, so we're both simultaneously making uh, the same beat, but it's right on tempo, so it it links up with the tempo right at the exact same time and it will, it will loop around so you can both record at the same time and everything it's it's a really cool feature <laughs> that is crazy yeah, the future so like is amazing will be on the aux cord one person will be on the the box and shit <laughs> it's fucking fun man yeah it's like one of those uh, notes you used to pass around back in the day on the school bus you like write a story like you end a sentence pass it along <laughs> someone writes the next sentence but now you guys are actually doing that in real time that's, yep, yep. that's dope as fuck yeah it's super fun man <laughs> yeah and at the same time you know you guys have been doing this for a minute here you know the whole crew of you so I guess yeah how'd you guys first link up like you know Grinch Dro man yeah like, I've uh, known Dro and uh, my homie Bobby forever like those are my best friends like we go way back uh, like to like the first and second grade like really like some a1 day ones and it just kind of progressed from there man like me and bobby used to be in this dumbass rap group called massa c and b rich and we were just fucking around as kids like in eighth grade like don't ever look that shit up because it's really <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> but like uh yeah we were just fucking around and you know bobby started taking it more seriously i just kind of fell into the whole high school life of like chasing girls and just doing dumb shit but uh after a while i was like yo what the fuck am i gonna do and i was like well i've still been writing raps and like making beats you know i was still doing logic and shit uh and like probably when i was like 16 or 17 because bobby had started doing it uh and i was just like all right like i'm gonna start trying to do this shit too 
uh, and it just progressed from there. Like I've been making beats since I was 16. I'm 24 now. And, uh, you know, we always just kind of stuck with each other. And yeah, that's just how it's going. Like now it's just the squad, but you know, we just brought more dope people in. It just kind of seems like. <laughs> no question. And at the same time, you guys are actually kind of redefining like a lot of the preconceived notions about the Twin Cities. Because as you know, we were talking about a little bit ago, for longest and even to some parts today, you know, when you think of Minneapolis and St. Paul, it's still rhyme sayers, backpack, mm-hmm. battle raps, all that good shit. Yeah. Where you guys are actually kind of flipping the script and taking it to not only the now, but the future. So I guess, how does that make you guys feel as like uh, creating it as well as just uh, kind of blazing a little bit of a trail? Uh, I f- it feels real good, man. Like, and don't get me wrong, like I do have like so much respect for like rhyme sayers and no question, uh, like even Doomtree and all these, uh, you know, people that are more backpack, but they still have their respective lanes and everything. Uh, we just kind of did a different sound, and I don't know, it just felt like that was the sound to do and the sound that I don't know I love doing that we all love doing uh, but I don't know I don't really sometimes I don't really see it as ourselves paving the lane cause like a lot of people are doing this shit now but right. I just remember we were like doing that shit back like probably four years ago when we like first started kind of getting on the scene a little bit and uh, it's just kind of taken off from there man I'm glad everybody's like doing they're trying to do different sounds and shit and we got a bunch of different sounds that we're gonna come out with even like the stuff I was just playing you earlier yeah I was Uh, gonna say when people finally hear that shit it's gonna be next level I'm very excited very very excited hell as you should be and you know taking it back to the project one time you know you got a lot of great features on this you know we were talking about the production aspect you got Project Pat then you also got Alan Kingdom coming through on a very infectious track you know the yeah yeah and how did that track come together because it seemed like there was like definitely some good energy in the studio that night yeah so uh, me and Slack actually made that beat like (laughs) Slack was like he's you know Slack Mm -mm. he's a crazy ass jazz producer like crazy producer but uh you know he like fucks with hip-hop super hard so he basically translates his jazz to hip-hop and he just makes all these crazy jazzy hip-hop beats okay so uh yeah we were getting up we were like making a beat and we like made some dope shit and he was like you should like sing like a little melody like just to be part of the beat and i was like what like yeah 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 and i think i just did one he's like yeah all right so do that one and then he was like all right and you know like he was like all right now do one like this half an octave higher like this and then he showed me like how to like do the slide thing so like i'll give him credit i'm giving evan credit for like that little yeah 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 shit but uh <laughs> like uh yeah after that like we just thought it was gonna be part of the beat and then dro was like you should just make that part of the song like you know like people talking your ear off type shit like yeah 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 and yeah. i was like oh that's true like all right i could just make that shit the hook and that was over a year ago that's crazy that we made that beat a year ago but then uh yeah alan heard that shit and alan was just like yo like that shit's crazy i actually originally wanted to get him on another song but he was like yo you should let me get on that yeah 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 joint yeah. <laughs> so i was like yo i got you bro like yeah the show was uh crazy how that shit happened he fucking killed that verse shout out alan kingdom man man no question at the same time you're no slouch on the mic yourself you know just going down the line like you're holding your own each way vows as we were talking definitely one of my favorites on there you know choices you know everything on this thing like what 
do you feel like a lot of people kind of like underestimate you as an MC over a producer? Um, yeah, kind of like both probably in general. Cause uh, I mean, a lot of people know that I like rap. A lot of people know that I produce, but like people don't realize that I'm doing everything myself. Like doing both actually recording everything myself so like i feel like i'm kind of just underrated in general <laughs> it's just kind of i don't know yeah underrated in general i'd say <laughs> uh, i'd agree because this shit like the whole project slaps like there's no other way to describe it it's just futuristic it's something you can party to something you can you know get your feelings to if you need be At the same time can't pull you back from the brink so it's something that's definitely needed and it's going to be standing the test of time man appreciate so. that man very much appreciated no problem and right before i let you go is there anything else you want the people to know like any upcoming shows any things you've been working on man i haven't done a show in a long time uh i would like to get back out there and do shows but right now i've just been in the lab like really fucking working my ass off trying to get all this uh music cranked out we got a project coming up 3 a.m that's me uh dro and kofa and then we got another project biscuits and gravy which I'm really, really, really excited for. It's going to be some new funky-ass shit. <laughs> uh, that'll be coming out very soon, too. Uh, we should have a lot of new videos and uh, stuff online for you guys, so please keep tuned <laughs> because this shit's going down. One more shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Seth Frickens. Uh He's Future's old engineer. He just passed away. Like, a few weeks ago, he mastered my entire project this summer. Uh, it was, like, really, really appreciated of him, and I'm glad I got a chance to work with such a talented, like, legend in the game. So, shout-out Seth Ferkins, man. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, yo, so, man, keep it up. Keep doing your thing, and, man, appreciate all this, man. Keep it up. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. Like a light bright. bright Stick close with my squad Like so fuse bees I be about my motherfucking paper No loose leaves stacky, stacky. And I don't want no groupies nah. I be with my girl Y'all got some cooties in your coochie He drop a pants to Hello Kitty You can catch me in the city Raise a hell like little Nicky uh. She get it wetter than a super soaker Ain't really a doobie roller But you know my boo gon' smoke her
be on that fly shit. Uh, uh, that's the perfect card, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel so nostalgic. Uh, uh, I feel so nostalgic. Wow. We be on that bar shit. Uh, uh, fucking Randy Miles, bitch. Uh, 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 I feel so nostalgic. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel so nostalgic. Take a nigga out the dirt. Frankie Bash, time lapse out now. Don't sleep on that shit, go find out. And you know what, we're closing it out. It's just about that time, so you know what? Let's have Rich Garvey chime in one last time. Anything you want the people to know about your music? I know you're hard at work out here, working on some, you know, little shits here and there. So what do you want people to know at this stage of the game? Um, look out for more music for me. Um, I'm not a one-trick pony. What you get on this project will be is a taste, is an appetizer of what's to come. Like I have a lot different, more flavors, more layers, and more sides of my personality that I want to shine. And um, just keep rocking with me, you know. There's gonna be more dope shit. Check out the music video. Compliment is on uh, YouTube right now. Shout out to my man Matt Wells, and we here. That's it. That's right. Shout out to Breaks and Lakes. Shout out to Justice. Free Justice. Free Justice. <laughs> Free Justice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. That's what's up. Any you know. New Year's resolutions? New Year's resolution is to dress better. I'm um, definitely trying to get this hair twisted up. I got to get that twisted up, you know. Try, trying to take care of myself, you know. Health is wealth, all that bullshit, and, and, and dress better, and... And and just build with more good, positive people. You know, that's it. That's what's up. Yep. What about you? Um, I was debating the other day of going sober for the year. <laughs> then I thought to myself, that seems highly unrealistic. You should wait till after New Year's Eve to go sober for the year. Okay. I tried that last year. I went super hard last year when I left your spot. And then ran into a bunch of sketchy situations and circumstances that left me crying right outside my car on New Year's Day, to which Justice found me, took me to a grocery store and got me coconut water, because I told him this is the only thing that's going to save me from dying right out here right now. That was probably the worst hangover I've had in my life last year. So, 
I don't know. We'll see what comes about. Like, I feel like this year, uh, my big focus is going to be cutting back on TV. That's good. And really just uh, taking better care of, like, uh, my well-being as far as uh, financially and my priorities. Just making sure that I make enough time for me, which was kind of an issue this year as far as, you know, productivity and the demands of it all. But the same time making sure that I'm still on point with everything so I don't know we'll see what comes about maybe I'll get sober who knows <laughs> but if there's any whiskey companies out there that would like to sponsor my endeavors that I'm here my my door's always open that big dude D <laughs> it's that dude big D D&D people D&D 2018 taking over everything taking over for the 9-9 the 2000s free justice that's what we're gonna say free justice indeed well y'all thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for stopping through this is Lake Views we'll be back in 2018 and just get ready we're doing big things we're gonna start off with a bang and Yo, check us out on all our platforms. Check out Rich Garvey on all his platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be, we're going to make 2018. Yes, sir. The scene. So, let's get it in. Poetry, poetry snaps for everybody. Until then, vibe out to these tunes right here. We'll see y'all next year. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Apollonia flower blooms is secular Pouring down like rain showers when I drop vernaculars Spectacular, you flip the game with a spatula Your contact had me shook like pheromones with lavender Ayo, it hit me like a blitz from Cam Chancellor she too hot, she can't handle her Rip through her negligee and tantrically dismantle her I'm about to ravage her, mount to one to banister Put you on the throne, got you feeling like a Lannister Give me the light with no paparazzi cameras Way beyond husky, but I never lack stamina Providing good loving all the way from West Africa 69MW, that's the algebra Laying down my sword and you know that I'm about to her All in her mental, got my presence all surrounding her Time of the essence, got me floating while I drown in her so let it pour my love Like raindrops, raindrops, raindrops Uh, I want some more of my love Like raindrops, raindrops, raindrops Let it pour, so let it breathe It's alright, babe, as long as you with me So let it pour, you're feeling free It's alright, ain't no place you'd rather be Uh Back spasms when I'm serving up these orgasms Stroking you, your hair pressed against the wall patterns I ain't no novice to this shit, this is all maddened Feeling like Cisco, shorty unleashed the dragon Bedroom burning, neighbors be like, what happened? Got her eyes on me, this is thug passion This is tantric, a level you cannot imagine It's a close set, baby, lights, camera, action And you the star of the show with the melanin glow Fly like a goddess, and she in tune with my soul Real talk, gotta be honest, I'm feeling you though Kiss on the torso like I ride in Morse code It's only right you see my vision like a GoPro Passion ignite, now she leaking so it's case closed That's the loving only reserved for grown folks I feel her energy knowing that she down the road So let it pour my love Like raindrops, raindrops, raindrops uh, I want some more of my love Like raindrops, raindrops, raindrops Let it pour, so let it breathe It's alright babe as long as you with me so let it pour, you feeling free It's alright, ain't no place you'd rather be Ain't no place, ain't no place you'd rather be As long as you with me, true indeed Ay, light up the weed, yeah Feel the vibe, uh, yeah Forecast, on the boards, yeah Act right
Raindrops, 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 raindrops